K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome. We're the podcast dojo, baby. It's black on both sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kuta 3X. The other half of your host, my esteemed colleague, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. Mr. Bionis, what up, B? What's going on, Kuta? How you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing okay. You know, every as as the days go go forward, you know, you know, time heals things eventually. That's good to hear. So long as, as you know, people just, you know, be shutting the fuck up is free. <laughs> Did you know that? I know, but I'm not good at it. No, but I'm saying, you know, everybody doesn't have to be getting, you know, just because something's newsworthy doesn't mean it's worthy of you talking about it. If, you, if, you, if you've thought about things like that, you know, hey, maybe you shouldn't fuck with this right now. I did. Honestly, you know, I wasn't the huge, the, the huge Kobe Bryant fan, so I recognized that and kind of stayed out of everybody's way while they were doing their, going through their, their grieving steps. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, I get it or I don't get it. Either way, hey, there's a lot of shit going on there. Let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who are we talking about, about in doing what I'm doing? Who are we talking about in particular? <sighs> man, man, man. Let's talk about Gail King of R. Kelly fame. It's like, you know, you know, she Gail King, better known as Oprah's undercover lover. You know, she she had the uh the uh, surviving R. Kelly, R. Kelly rebuttal interview where R. Kelly lost his what little bit of his mind he had left when he went, you know, y'all killing me with this. Y'all killing me. <laughs> you remember that interview? I do. And and she also like a morning host, also. Uh, she might be. I don't really fuck with her. All I know her from is that interview. Yeah, you're right. She is on some show. That interview, and she's always Oprah's plus one. Right. Everywhere. Not Stedman. Gail. <laughs> okay. Gail be in some places where it would be appropriate to have Stedman, but that nigga ain't nowhere to be seen. Right. Yeah. I mean, Stedman got a back house on Oprah's lot. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Oprah bought Gail her own shit. Right. <laughs> Might be adjacent, you know. Meaning you gotta leave the gate. You gotta leave Oprah's gate, drive on down in your golf cart and you, or your mule, <laughs> go to the other gate. Beep boop, boop, beep boop, boop. <laughs> Who rang? It's me, Gail. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no worries. Stedman, you know, you just one pass code, you gotta drive back drive past Oprah's shit. Cause she gotta make sure he know who wear the pants in the relationship. And uh, you got, you know, you got to drive around, uh, getting your ra- probably getting a rascal scooter. It's probably that close and just put her on down a little bit past the pool house, hang a left, Stebbin Manor. Wow. Uh, yeah. But in any event, so Gail King, thinking she's a journalist, a hard hitting journalist, and trying to follow up with the Me Too lane. She appears to be creating, creating for herself. She was interviewing Lisa Leslie, the uh, famous Los Angeles uh, women's basketball player who's just a giant in collegiate athletics uh, when she was USC Trojan. She was a, she's a many, many time over champion in the WNBA. Uh, and she's represented uh, the United States on the women's basketball team multiple times. And 
she also was a close personal friend of Kobe Bryant. And the two even played basketball together. Did you know that, B? I didn't know that. Remember that time when the right before the All Star game really the NBA All Star game really went to complete shit. When they're like, "Hey, man, we got to save this. What should we do?" First, they had the two ball that was dumb. Then they said, "Hey, man, let's take a retired player, a current player, and a WNBA player, and have them play three on three." Remember that? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. So she was on. Team LA, the year they had Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant with the fro, number eight, and Lisa Leslie. I don't know if they won, but they probably did. But anyway, so any event, so she's had a you know relationship with Kobe Bryant, pillar of LA community, just like Kobe Bryant, just like just like Magic. And Gail, Gail tried it. Gail tried it. In an interview with Lisa Leslie, Gail decided she wanted to just, you know, see what Lisa Leslie, how she was reconciling all of the parts of the man, including the sexual harassment allegations that he dealt with, and just trying to reconcile the man. What's wrong with people, B? Um, they need attention to stay on top. You know, two weeks ago, we talked about this. About, you know, this, this incident that happened in Kobe Bryant's life. Well, the incident was actually a civil case. It wasn't a criminal matter. It was a civil matter. The civil matter was settled out of court. No criminal case ever happened. And I'm not going to say that I know what happened or didn't happen. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, there were no criminal charges filed. And uh, the matter was settled. Case dismissed. With prejudice. So that happened. Now, why are we talking about that and about a week after, before the man's even in the ground? Why are we doing that? Right. I'm going to tell you why, B. Well, first off, let me, let me tell you about the reaction. So needless to say, this shit didn't go over well in Los Angeles. Have you heard about some of the reactions, B? Um, yeah, I mean, through Slack. Uncle Snoop Dogg didn't like this shit at all. Right. What did Uncle Snoop Dogg call her? He, he called her a, a dog face dog bitch, face, do, yeah. some, something like that. And uh, and and it's just not going well. Everybody's like, you know, cancel Gail King, and it's just gotten so bad as if she's stunned by how this could have gone so wrong. By the way, Lisa Leslie did what any writer die sister would say if somebody was talking shit about her brother, and she's professional. She just deflected and said, that's not who I know. That's not the man that I knew. And I know plenty of dudes. He was never like that. I know a lot of Jace moves out there in the world. Listeners, <laughs> this is your first time to Black on Both Sides. I just dropped a Jace move reference. You know, if you listen to Black on Both Sides, there's probably a pretty good chance you're familiar with the mothership, the No Nonsense Show. If not, you should check it out. Uh, the No Nonsense Show is, uh, is the mothership of the Rare Sonos Network, which Black on Both Sides is a part of. We also got BTG for President. Great show. Open run BTG. So feel free to parouse all of Rare Sonos content. And I'm sure in addition to this show, you'll probably find some other things that quote unquote tickle your fancy. One other thing. If you come to Black on Both Sides, you enjoying our content, let us know. Holler at us. Send us an email. 
you know, leave us a five-star review. We hadn't really been talking about that in a while, but that would be, we really would appreciate for you guys to reach out, review us. If you like what we're doing, give us five stars. If you want to tell us something else, feel free to email us, rarescience.com, and let us know your thoughts on what we're, you know, what we're talking about. I digress. So, Lisa Leslie said that she's known a lot of individuals out there who are, quite frankly, scumbags. A lot of dudes who are use their position of being a, a celebrity, you know, holler at bitches. You know, do what they do. That was, she said, you know, she didn't use that language, of course, because Lisa Leslie is a professional. She's currently a commentator on the Lakers network. But she said that Kobe Bryant never in her time that she experienced him did anything that made her feel uncomfortable, that he was one of those, you know, predatory type of individuals. Professional. Move forward. God bless Lisa Wesley. She could have got ignorant. She could have pulled the plug right there. She could have went full R. Kelly. She could have said, you kill me with this shit. But she didn't do that. She didn't do that. So after this, uh, this happened, B, uh, Uncle Snoop said what he said. And people just been, you know, pissed off about Gail King's comments. Did you hear what Oprah said about it? Um, well, all I heard her say was that she's sad and she's taking it hard. That's all I heard. Yeah, her so say. Oprah's on a whole. I'm sorry, Oprah's on a whole other show talking about Oprah shit. And somebody asked her, "Hey, this stuff with Gail, how is she doing?" Old Harpo teared up a little bit. She's taking it so hard. She doesn't understand why. Now she has to travel with security. She's getting death threats. All she did was try to besmirch a, a dead man's name before he got put in the ground, who's, who's kind of a big fucking deal. I don't know what happened. Fuck all of that, be honest. Let's talk about what's really going on here. Remember that Michael Jackson expose interview Oprah did on her own network? I do. Okay. Let me see who else did who else did Oprah talk about? Didn't do didn't Oprah just have some other expose she was supposed to put out on Uncle Ruffle Femmons? Yep. You remember that? You I hear about that? that? She, yeah, she got, didn't do that got, one though, but she was yeah. thinking about it. And then of course we know Miss Old Gail King had the Pied Piper on, acting as if she didn't know what we know, which is that nigga did all that shit. So, you know, I'm seeing one, two, three black men of prominence. B, did, did you recall if Oprah said anything about the cause? Do you remember anything about that? Um, oddly enough, I don't know. I don't know if she said anything about it, but I... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But, you, but B, you've you seen the trend that I'm on, though, right? Well, it, but the trend is that she's... It, it appears as though she's coming after rape victims or rape... Uh, alleg- People who are alleged rapists. What kind of people be? Um, men. What kind of men be? <laughs> ne- <laughs> Negroes. <laughs> I just think that these these names that I mentioned, MJ, Kells, because Oprah, don't, don't make no mistake about it. Gail don't do shit unless she done triple ran by it, triple ran it by Oprah several times. Hey, girl, I'm doing this. Is okay? Hey, girl, for real, I'm doing this. Is okay? Hey, girl, you said it was okay two times. I just want to make sure it's okay. So the two work in concert on most things. Okay. So, so, you know, so you got, you got kills. 
got got Michael Jackson. You got Russell Simmons. And now you now you got Kobe, Kobe Bryant. All right, okay. So they're not all the same kind of brown, but they're all different shades. Right, but all okay. brown nonetheless. All, all, all people who the rest of the planet would agree to some extent, you know, Michael Jackson's asterisking this thing, are black men. Okay, all right. So it seems like they they really concerned about, about victims, right, B? You would think so. They go into great lengths to expose those who might escape the long arm of the law on this Me Too uh, victim type shit, huh? Seems like it. Seems seems that way to me. B, you hear about a old Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's a you know. Have, have you seen pictures of him at at, at his at his, at at his court hearings? Is this the one where he looks like he's crippled and everything now? Yeah, he got a walker and everything. Yeah, yeah. I do the same shit too. <laughs> be, oh damn, damn! You know, Bill Cosby tried to pretend like he was blind. I right. can't see shit. Right. Like I ain't see nobody. It, it didn't work. It did not work. Um, funny thing about Oprah, and I think we may have talked about this, but Oprah is like BFFs with Harvey Weinstein. Did you know that, B? I didn't know they were BFFs. I mean, I know they that. hang out of that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Got a lot of pictures of them doing the do in many places. Now, B, if you see Oprah somewhere, I would posit there's probably a good chance you're going to see Miss Gill somewhere around whereabouts. More than likely, yeah. So there's just as many pictures with Gail King and Harvey Weinstein. Steen Stein, you get it. Right. Now, now B, what, now, you know, if we're going to talk about, because Gail's not taking this Kobe Bryant thing well. She's just trying to say she's, she's a journalist, B. I mean, I, I, would, I would say that she's a journalist and that that's a question a journalist asks, right? All right, B. Oh, by the way, you know, she said, of course, the leaked footage from CBS was taken out of context. Um, well, yeah. Have you ever been taken out of context? I have been, of course. I say wild shit. Of course. Yeah, I do, I do too. I get taken out of context all the time. Matter of fact, I would probably say that under the right circumstances, literally everything you've ever heard me say on Black on Both Sides is out of context. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so in any event, so she's a journalist. That's what she's saying. She's asking the tough questions. And right. if you heard the, all of the questions, you would understand how we got there. Right. So, you know, okay, Miss Journalist, why don't we go have uh, the, the, from Harpo Studios and the OWN Network, Gail King presents uh, the Harvey Weinstein expose. When, when, when are we going to get that? Mm. I'm waiting on that. Yeah, I don't know I'm about that, that one. one. I'm just, I mean... I mean, we don't we don't talked about Russell Simmons. You know, we, we you know you know you know you spit on a on a dead man before they put him in the ground. Um, he did the R. Kelly thing, which wasn't used to nobody. I don't know. We'll see. I call that being hypocritical. Uh, but I, I, in that okay, so that all those situations are are unique. Except, I mean, Harvey Weinstein's situation is unique in that he never forcefully raped anyone or allegedly forcefully raped anyone. He honestly, from what I think the allegations are, was just holding people's jobs or future potential jobs over their head to have sex. So there was still a choice. There was still, the, the women still had a choice, albeit a bad one, because they either had to lose their career or 
take that dick, but there still was a choice involved. Whereas the the three Negro gentlemen that you spoke of all were alleged forceful criminal, uh, not criminal, but um, um, physical rapists. Is that is that like not, the- that's not that doesn't have any that doesn't have any validity? Uh. First off, I don't think I like the way you're saying Negro, but whatever. Second <laughs> off, um, I, don't, so, I don't like how I'm hearing that from you. I don't know. It's like the second time you use that. It's like, I don't. Because I feel like that's what you're trying to do. You're like, it's like I don't know what we're doing. Like you I don't know why you keep saying it that way. Because we got slave chasers coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what well, it felt like. Well, these, these, whereas these colored gentlemen, I mean, what? Um, so there is no validity the to the fact. There's no validity to the fact that those were all like violent, alleged criminal rapists, as opposed to uh, potential job rent, job killing criminal rapists. All right, B. Now you you've said this all over the network. <laughs> Sometimes it works. This is not one of the places, B. One of the things you like to say is you like to speak authoritatively on things you either may know nothing about or might not have all the facts. So I think you're using a very broad b- brush to assume that all of Harvey Weinstein's uh, alleged victims are saying it was just a casting couch with a choice. I do believe, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and uh, for any individuals who may be hearing what I'm saying out there, give feedback. Let us know if we're wrong. I believe some of those are not just this or that. Some of those are also, I'm going to do this, and this is just how it's going to go. So I do believe he's got some allegations of of not, you have a choice to get assaulted. I'm just going to assault you because you're in my, you've come in my office, this is what's going down now. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. I'm not aware of those. I, the allegations I heard were all, basically, he could have ruined me. That's why we're coming back so many years later because it didn't. I wasn't sure it was a crime then, but now it's a crime, that kind of thing. So, I, Well, I hate to say it this way, but he's on some Bill Cosby shit. I don't think we can, we gonna ever get how many different things he did to who. I don't, I don't, fair, we just, fair yeah. Enough, fair enough. So the point, point being is, B, if you were a journalist prone to doing exposés on sexual harassment and assaulting me too, why would you? I mean, you know, I don't know about you, B. But, you know, if I'm trying to do something to, 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 to move myself forward, the first thing I do is I look around at my resources, B. That's what I do. I see what's in my immediate vicinity and how can I use that to my resources to, to help me. So I don't know why Gail and, and Harpo haven't, haven't looked around and said, you know what? Oh, Harvey, shit, man. I'm starting to put two and two together. There was this one time. It was kind of weird. So I, so I don't know, B. I don't, I don't know when we'll get to the Harvey Weinstein interview. I don't think we ever are going to get that that expose, not right. interview. Right. And because we're not, I got a fucking problem with what Oprah and Gil appear to be doing. I get it, man. I, I, and, and on surface face value, I agree. But we have no idea how Oprah turned that corner way back when and started that, that billion-dollar journey. We don't know if Harvey Weinstein had a part in that or somebody that, that is above her and he, him, have a party in. So maybe she's connected in a way that we don't know behind the scenes that will not allow her to attack him publicly. As I open up the podcast, shutting the fuck up is always free. <laughs> so if you can shut the fuck up about that, you can shut the fuck up across the board. Maybe don't talk about this topic at all. Yeah. Maybe say, hey, you know, ooh, shit. I remember them bitches at Harvey's house, man. Hey, hey, girl, let's just not talk about this shit. Right. Yeah. But Gail... R. Kelly... Gail, R. Kelly Gail called you. Well, shit. 
Gail has nothing to do with any of that shit. What do you mean? She's definitely a a a a benefic- a third party beneficiary. Right, but what I'm saying is she doesn't need to her she's got a free ride pretty much anywhere any any way it goes. So she could literally shut the fuck up about many things. She, oh yeah, that. She could just toe the line and never she should never get out of pocket because there's absolutely absolutely no need for her to ever put herself in a position where that might happen. No, the R. Kelly thing is, I don't even think she reached out to him. I think he reached out to her. He's trying to defend himself. So I can't even look, you know, we got to put asses by R. Kelly. It's like, you know, it's different. It's like, it's different when we know he did the shit. So, you know, it's like, like come on, nigga. You know, you've been doing shit. Come on. So it's 95, 96. Robert, you, Robert Kelly. Wow. You know what she was doing, man. <laughs> you had a good run. Yeah. I'm surprised you're still free right now. He ain't no more. Uh, but I'm, yeah, man, I don't even, I don't even know why you're free. It's crazy. Say, nigga, you should get up. You should, you should flee. That's what you should do. Flee. <laughs> a long time ago. Flee. You, you doing the OJ. When OJ got, get, when he turned OJ loose, as we say in the South, he, that nigga should have left. But nah, nah. He wanted to be dancing all up in the video. <laughs> <laughs> Rapping all up on the video. And they got his ass. So look, speaking so, of, so hold on, wait speaking a minute, of what, OJ, I'm wait sorry. A minute, wait a minute. Is, is this, are we moving on from the Oprah Gale thing? Not really, because OJ had to speak on it. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> so, as I just told you guys, you know, that, that truth teller of our generation, that man larger than life, the juice which remains pulp-free, Orenthal James had to speak on this on his Twitter. You know the thing I love about OJ's Twitter? is that he has an intro phrase to all of it, just like as a podcast. Hey, guys, yours truly. <laughs> I love that shit. It's, it's like we don't know who the fuck he is. Like, he needs an intro. I love it. Right. Hey, guys, yours truly. Oh, I just saw the interview, you know, with Gail King, Lisa Wesley. Uh, I got to say, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know why this happened. I mean, as you may or may not know, you know, I've, I've had my experience, you know, with Gail. You know, she's commented that, you know, she didn't appreciate that me and my family, we, I visited the grave, my ex-wife. You know, that's something that I've I'd done for years because he killed her. And I didn't think it was any of her business. But, you know, that being said, you know, just, just you know, just, this was inappropriate. You know, give, 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 give the city the time to mourn. Now is the time to, to embrace the greatness that was Kobe Bryant. A rental out. So I can't say that, that OJ, you know, apart from the, you know, visiting the grave of somebody you clearly murdered. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. But apart from that, you know, he's right. And everyone's right. It's like, just shut the fuck up. There's plenty of time later if you want to go and and try to look at a man's legacy, but a week or two weeks and they ain't put him in the ground and the family is mourning and most people are mourning. What the fuck are we doing? Well, I think that I think that that would be the the perfect time if you were going to do it. I don't think waiting. I think waiting is stupid. The whole idea here is that some people feel as though he should not be so celebrated because there was a there was a a, a wrinkle, and that wrinkle is 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 a wrinkle to people who were, weren't involved, but to the people who were involved, it's, it's a it's a life changing event, and therefore, if you're going to care about. If it, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. So for that one girl who, you know, 
allegedly was forced into sex, her life has been changed because of that, allegedly. I know, because she settled for a hefty sum well, to drop her civil suit. Well, I, I don't, but I, I with think. A, with a lower burden of proof. I think that was more on Kobe than it was on her, though. He but did you hear what I said? With a lower burden of proof. I don't know what that means. So, criminal case, you got to prove you're free beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. To a jury. Whereas a civil suit, it's by preponderance of the evidence. Okay. That means if it's 51 to 49, you win. Right. Not by, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. And so if she had wanted to proceed with her case, she had a much lower burden of proof. And, you know, if the allegations that were coming out were to hold up, she probably or may have wound up getting a verdict bigger than whatever they sold for. Right. That's neither here nor there. Because, you know, as I said, and I will repeat, only two people know what happened. Her and Kobe. Right. But I think, yeah, but, this, but I think it's bigger than that, right? I think that this particular thing is bigger than that. Whether now, I'm not saying that I agree with Gail at all, but what I'm saying though is that this wasn't just about Kobe. I think this was, the bigger picture was, as a people, as Americans, are we going to continue celebrating people that have done things to to women? You know that that's what the the, the bigger topic is. Is that it shouldn't be so easy for the world to stop for someone who raped a woman. I'm not saying, okay. like, again, I'm not saying Kobe did. I'm saying that it shouldn't be so easy for the world to stop. And everybody's, like every single game, I watched the UFC fight this weekend and they did a tribute to Kobe there. So the thing is, is that if it is true that Kobe did rape someone, are we as Americans saying, hey, you know what? He did a lot of great stuff too. So that rape is not necessarily such a big deal because that's what I was saying about Bill Cosby. Honestly, that's what you can say about O.J. Simpson in a way. I mean, you know, he, he was an excellent football player. He was okay in movies. He just got the stain of that blood on him. See, he keeps saying rape. And as I told you, man, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, there were no criminal charges. No, no, I agree. So we're talking about, yeah. we're talking about a civil suit. Right. Civil suit, we call that sexual assault. Uh, secondly. I'm gonna do it this way. B, are you are you close to uh, Rose Petal at all? Sure. Pretty, okay. Okay. Pretty listeners, close, yeah. I can't keep. You to have me using the L word. I'm gonna drop language and things here. And if you are not a fan of at least the mothership, the No Nonsense Show, you're not gonna know what I'm talking about. And for me to explain it every time would mess up the story, and you don't want that. So, so B, this would be uh, the equivalent of asking Rose Petal how big of an asshole you are after immediately following your death. Wrong person to ask is what I'm saying. Right. Gail asked Lisa Leslie, who has a long and established relationship with the man. Right. This wasn't an objective. So she asked someone who is who should be and is in the grieving process themselves. That's what I'm saying. No, no. I, I, and you're, and you're I don't understand like, why she would do that. If she wanted to be objective and do some other shit... Okay, but maybe this is an objective though. This is this is a very personal thing for some people, and I and listen to what I'm saying, okay? Because I don't believe if if I recall correctly, there was a lot of wrongdoing going on in this girl's underpants in Colorado. There were like multiple kind men semen, all kind of shit that was there. So I'm not saying Kobe did anything wrong. What I'm saying is Gail and all the other people who are fighting this 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 fight are saying, are we as Americans going to sit by and allow? 
people who have done wrong to be celebrated. Remove Kobe from it for just one second. The, the plight is, are we going to continue allowing people who don't deserve to be put on a pedestal because of something that they did? Are we going to continue to stop the world to celebrate their, their good things, even though they have blemishes? So I can totally understand why it was important for a person who feels like that to have thrown a monkey wrench in the celebrations because fuck those celebrations. I'm sure that if it was personal to you, if it were your daughter in Colorado, you would be like, fuck those celebrations. I don't want to see the 24 seconds run off each clock because of this man that raped my daughter. Again, we're talking about alleged. We're talking about feelings. We're talking about nothing substantial. I'm not talking about facts. What I'm talking about is the idea that we're celebrating something that could have done wrong somewhere else. If that is the case, I totally understand why it's of the utmost importance that we ask Lisa Leslie, someone who's close to the said criminal, it's important that we do it in, on national TV because everyone needs to see it. Because we're, we're being bombarded by Kobe celebrations. It's on every magazine. It's on every, every sports event, CNN, Fox News, Headline News, MSNBC. If we're going to allow that to happen and just sit idly by without saying anything to balance the other side of it, then yes, I'm going to make this personal. I'm going to make it Lisa Leslie interview. I'm going to make it a national thing because I'm tired of seeing the celebrations. Nobody's, nobody's giving a fuck about the people who are hurting because of those celebrations. They're just saying, you know what? We have to stop as a legend. Well, this legend may have done something wrong. And if he did, there has to be some balance. So I, I understand why it was necessary to do it to Lisa Leslie, who's a friend, one week in because, it, because one week in we're getting bombarded the other stuff. So my only, pro, my, my only point is, I'm not saying that necessarily Kobe should have been the person that they decided to do this to. But I can totally understand what people who fight that fight would think it's necessary to ask that person on that day for that interview in that capacity. Fuck that entire line of thought in the ass with a bag of <laughs> uncircumcised cocks. If Gil and Oprah are so motherfucking high and mighty on trying to, to talk about sexual assault and rape, they need to turn to their goddamn Google Photos and Apple Photos and look at the last few pictures of them and Harvey Weinstein. This wasn't an isolated incident. This is some shit these bitches is doing. Well, you know what? They finally fucking did it to the wrong person and they can't fix it. This will probably be the last time you hear about Gail doing any damn thing. She's trying to apologize. We ain't here for it. You know, they talk about cancel culture. Not too many people get canceled by the culture. Right. There's a few. There's a few. And Gail done made that list. Who's somebody else that actually got canceled by the culture? Kanye. Black people ain't buying that shit. Now, it doesn't matter to his bottom line because there's a hell of a lot more non-black people buying shit than black people. But yeah, we, nobody's buying... I mean, well, Christ is King, I ain't heard not Nan's song off of it. Have you? Nah, not one. And the one before that, what was it? Uh, uh, oh, sh I don't even know. He had an album before that. You hear not Nan one song off that. So, I, heard I mean, it. I heard it and I like one. Okay, well, good for you. That's one more than I heard that I intend on hearing. So, Gail done fucked up. Oprah's sad. She got death threats and stuff. And that she got a tribal security. Well, you know, it is what it is. 
Uh, you know, let's, you, let's keep it real, Okunta. That's only black people. Oprah's fans are not black anyway. Oprah just filled out an arena in Atlanta. No, no, no. Oprah, Oprah is still getting that that Tyler Perry revenue stream. Please Make believe it. Understand? Please. We already talked about how millionaires have seven different, seven to ten different revenue streams. Oh, she she wants them black dollars in that in that stream to go into the rest of the bucket. Sure, she wants it. But what I'm saying is, she's not going to get canceled, and neither will Gail. Gail's. I didn't say Oprah. No. No, fuck no, Gail. Gail, cancel, cancel. She is not canceled. She's on daytime TV. Let's review TV. this in six months, man. She's on daytime TV. She's on the morning show. Uh, like, I don't know, Good Morning America or one of those shows. I don't know. She CBS, is, probably. White folks love Gail King. She's not going anywhere. Black people don't are canceling. That's true. She's done. She's done in black America. They're, nobody's going to fuck with her ever again. She cannot go to any cookouts. Matter of fact, she has to... She she, the last two interviews, what color was the person that she was interviewing? I understand. She's done. There. That's done. So she's gonna have to find a new a new act. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna have to find a new act. <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah. He's like, bring Yo King on line one. No, fuck that bitch. I ain't no, no. It's either it's, it's either a trap or something. No, no. <laughs> right. No. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't I do wanna share your sentiment that I don't think that this was the right person to go after though. This to me, I feel like if there were anyone we could say, hey, you know what? There's a lot of shadiness. There's a lot of gray area here. This is the guy. Give me a break. Everything else was like stellar in this dude's life. That and and even that was kind of like, I don't, I don't even did we don't even know all of the like you said, only two people know about what really happened. This was the wrong guy to go after for this particular thing. Well, it's the wrong interview. It's you don't, Lisa Leslie, she's she probably was crying coming in. What are you talking about this bullshit for? And I'm going to tell you something else. The only people that I've heard bring this shit up on television are white people. Gail is the first non-white person I've, I've heard of saying anything about what happened in Colorado. The first person I heard do that was Bob Costas. And I almost threw some shit at the screen when I heard him say that. <laughs> I was like, he felt compelled. He needed to talk about that shit. Right. But, what, but, but, you know, anywho. Let's keep it moving. Fuck you, Gail. And fuck you, Oprah. I don't, you know, you not, they don't play any parts of my life at all as it, as it goes because I don't watch OWN and I don't watch Tyler Perry movies. So I live in an Oprah, a Harpo-free environment. I don't, the only person I know who watches OWN shows is Jay Smoove, oddly enough, because he, he had a topic about an OWN show the other day on the No Nonsense show. Weird. Yeah, I'm not surprised if he's not watching stories in general, if you know what I mean. Um, them stories, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, by the way, B, since we're in the entertainment world, uh, happy Oscars? Happy Oscars to you, sir. Then what? Is it over? Uh, is it on now? I don't know. I thought it was already happened. I don't, yeah, it's happening today. Oscar's so white. I don't, you know, they don't no. have... Well, it's like, do you have... Do you have any nigger awards? No? Okay, thank you. <laughs> what was that what was that award show that happened like the same or the, the weekend? Was that the Grammys that just happened? Yeah, the Grammys happened. Oh wow, man, I don't I'm so lost. I don't pay attention those to any of those. Those shits are not the same, B God damn. I know, I don't pay attention to any of that shit anymore, man. I promise. You think Nipsey won an Oscar? <laughs> hey man, they gave that nigga Nipsey an Oscar. Three Six Mafia won it's an Oscar. It's for that slap. No, they didn't. Juicy J uh, I'm not <clears throat> wait a minute. It was only three of them that won. It was Juicy J, DJ. Hey, B, I don't know if you know this, but if you so happen to leave your drink around DJ Paul, <laughs> odds are 
You come back, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have an issue. You're not he, gonna. He better do it with that good arm because everybody gonna see that little arm trying to do it. Hey, you'll have to deal with it how you how you whatever you need to do. But I'm just saying, it's very clear. If you leave it around him, if you leave your drink around him, you know what's going to happen. You come back, you're not going to be happy. Conversely, and I don't know how he does this, but if you leave your lady friend there, I'm just saying, this is what he says. You know, I don't know. It's, he thinks the same thing's going to happen. So he better, he better word use that of good arm because that little word arm of caution. <laughs> Word of caution. Uh, so it was. It was. It was uh, him. DJ. Paul, it was DJ Paul. Uh, J. I want to say Juicy J, and I want to say Crunchy Black was on the stage when they got that Crunchy Black. But I don't know what he does he other da- than dances. the dance. Yeah, the dance. But the dance wasn't in the in the movie. I don't know. Look, we're talking about uh, hustle and flow, and particularly whoop that trick. <laughs> Man, <laughs> with that trick, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who's got a better main? Uh, Boozy Badass or, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Terrence Howard? Yeah, Terrence Howard or Boozy Badass. Who's got a better main? Terrence Howard, because he's, he's acting. Like, he had to work I, on that. I guess, but when Boozy <laughs> says main, it's like, I, I, I feel like he means it. <laughs> There's so much conveyed in that main. Right. Maine, Maine, nah, come on, Maine, Maine, come on, come on, Maine. We doing this, man, man I would, I would, you know, I, I would have skeeted in the same one. Wow. <laughs> How did that nigga know you can't wear frat shit if you're not into frat? I don't know. Shit, this is what happens when niggas read the wrong books. Anyway, um, yeah, man, so the Oscars, I, I don't know. I mean, what, what movies have you seen in the theater that should be? I saw, um, well, this year? Ooh. Yeah. Well, not 2020. I mean, the last calendar oh, year. Yeah, I saw um, I saw about three or four movies. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw... Um, did you like that? People I, say that's the shit. I did like it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, that's honestly the only one I can remember. I saw about four movies, though. Got it. By the way, CB, you know how you, I asked you what you thought about the movie? Mm-hmm. And you told me, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to think about it and say, hey, you know, you said that was some good shit. Maybe I should, I should check it out. <laughs> right. I just want to tell you, I appreciate that about you, B. Because some people, they will say any goddamn thing about a movie. You go waste your time running behind their raggedy ass reviews. Right. And you just don't waste two hours for no goddamn reason. And that's if you watch the whole damn way. But sometimes you know immediately. So, B, I'm giving you your flowers while you can smell them. So, I appreciate your movie reviews. Thank you, sir. I, I actually put a lot into those. I would never, I would never co-sign a movie that wasn't good in some way. Yeah, and, I, and you know another thing, B, I'm sure that there's some shit you know you just like. And I appreciate that. Right, right. I, I bet that's built into your review. It's like, you know, you know, I'm a little bit, I don't, yeah. like me. I keep saying, I, I like, you know, one movie I saw last year was uh, The Dead Don't Die. Now, that ain't for everybody. Right. Everybody's not going to enjoy it. It's sarcastic. They break the fourth wall. It's an ensemble cast. It's slow. It's plotting. And there's no fucking point. <laughs> But that shit is my shit. Right. But you know when you're recommending that to people, you have to, there's only a certain group of people I that I gotta you, say all that shit I just said to you. Or you would, or you know the person well enough to know that they would like that particular movie. So I That's think- That's right. Right. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta put a caveat. Gotta, hey man. Yeah. This is a good movie, but dot, 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 dot. Then it's like, but you can do what you want to do after that. Right. Yeah. So, so back to the movies that might be up for some shit. So I saw Star Wars- 
because, you know, reasons. Which Other Star than Star Wars, Wars. Star Wars was it? The last one, man. I didn't see it yet. <sighs> You've seen the other ones, huh? I have. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what do you think about the first three? The first, the OG ones. Did you like them? Talking about Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi, those... Those? Yeah, we don't call them the real ones. Yeah, the real ones. Yeah, of course. I was I was young. I was a kid, so I love those. Okay, now what about them 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 um, them yeah, cast the, the Jar Jar ones Bink the, ones? All that shit. Yeah, the Clone Wars and that Roger, shit. Roger, Roger. Uh, I don't know, man. Those were like mm. <sighs> Natalie Portman was cute in them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, with, did you watch any of the last two ones about this whole Ray shit? Yeah, I saw both of those. And what do you think about Ray? <sighs> just not. I don't. I don't feel. I don't believe it. It's just. Mm. I feel it all feels forced. All right, what about the last one? They told you Ray wasn't no damn body. Nah, come on, man. Which one? No, because see, I saw the one where they're saying the second one says she ain't, you know, she ain't related to nobody. She just doing the damn thing because the force is like that. I'm the force. You the force. We the force. Yeah, nah, not like. And then at the end, she she like um, what was that? Princess Leia was somewhere, and then Luke showed up maybe and was I don't know. It was bad though. I remember it was bad. Well, <clears throat> well, the the J.J. Abrams had to try to fix this shit because he didn't like the second one either. That ending and, was uh, awful. Really, the, the ending of the second one was really bad. Where they all showed up at the front door, and they was like, "Well, y'all sneak out the y'all sneak out the back door. I'm gonna um, go out here and pretend like I'm real." And that was Luke. I don't I don't believe Luke was real. Yeah, well, that was really bad. I don't man. know. I, I don't know. Be all. You know. I, at the end of the day, um, if you like the first three, you might like this last one. Oh, okay. If you ain't gave a fuck about all the shit in between, you might have some mix. I mean, if you really win all the shit between, you thought all the movies supposed to make sense, and when you're supposed to be going some goddamn where, and every movie was supposed to clarify the one that came before it, you're gonna have a goddamn problem. Oh, you're gonna have a goddamn problem. Oh. If you're trying to put two and two together and get four, ain't gonna happen. Okay. Now, if you watch that lat those first three and just just pick this one up, you're like, "Oh yeah, man, there's some interesting shit." I like how they tied that together. So, anyway, in trying to make everybody happy, you're not gonna make. I mean, trying to make everybody happy sometimes you make nobody happy. Right. So that's the last movie I saw. Uh, when you said "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's good," I've heard that. I might check it out. I ain't. I don't. I haven't heard anything else for for Best Picture. Yeah. I don't even know what's up for Best. You know what? 1970 wasn't good. I watched that, I, but I didn't pay for it. I watched it on, on uh, TV. It wasn't. It wasn't all that visually. It was good, and I know they like they tried to make it one scene, but it just it, there was there was no story at the end. It was like, what was the hell was the point of that two hours? I just wasted. It wasn't cerebral at all. It was literally just face value. Visually, you're gonna see everything that's happened. No, there are no thoughts that happened behind the character's eyes. It's just he's running the whole fucking movie. Yeah. I haven't seen Joker, even though some shit you would I think Joker. I would see. I saw Joker and I liked it. Yeah, I hear it's pretty good. <clears throat> I wouldn't recommend I, it, though. Well, if you say so, I haven't seen it, so I'll take your word for it. it was, but it, most people, yeah. I, most okay. people I know say is, is it, they like it, but, you know, because, you know, you've established numerous occasions on Black and Both Sides and elsewhere, the No Nonsense Show and the Slack Room. That I'm a, you know, I'm I'm a, a yeah, what was your words again? Ah, oh, yes, a no pussy getting geek. No, that's not what I said. I just said yes. Yeah, what you you've, you've said that before? No, you're you're mm -hmm. you're conflating. What I said was I didn't have time 
for comic books and cartoons and shit because I was trying to get pussy. And I said that not very many people I knew who got pussy spent a lot of time reading comic books. So it wasn't necessarily I'm saying you're a no pussy getting geek because maybe you were a pussy well, getting no, geek. Well, now I am, but at the, at the time. But I digress, B. You know, tomato, tomato. But this plays into what you just said. So the reason why I haven't seen The Joker is because I'm actually a huge comic book aficionado. And I understand this Joker movie is going to have absolutely nothing to fucking do with the rest of the DC movie universe. And I do not want to reward DC for failing to put any goddamn thought what they're doing with these properties again. Oh, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. But I do think it was also a a hidden um, agenda behind it. Like, it was about mental illness, and it was about... um, um, It was was a social issue movie that they disguised as a comic book movie. Sure. So that's why I I wouldn't recommend it, because at the end, you realize it's really just a social... I mean, a social social, uh, message... You know, it's about social issues, and that was, that's just kind of annoying that they that they kind of you know disguise that whole movie as that. Well, I'll defer to you. I haven't seen that shit. And there's Ford versus Ferrari. Good, good movie. I, I, I oh, you saw that one too. I, I did see that. Good movie. Hashtag Deanna So White. Wow, uh, I know what it's about, <laughs> but shut up. I, I'm just I'm just gonna go out on a ledge here and say it's about a Ford and a Ferrari. <laughs> no, but that's fine though. It, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Okay, cool. All right, I'm glad you. So, so you. God damn, B. So, <laughs> be honest. Has seen he didn't say it correctly, but 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Okay, let's just go down the list, B. See what you have. Have you seen Parasite? I did. Good movie. Wow. You know, if you, if you go to Google and put in best pick nominees 2020, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, B has seen the t- the first five in no particular order. So tell me about Parasite, B. Was that, you know, was that good shit? Parasite I mean, it's a was, foreign film. It was all subtitles. So if you if you can't read, don't don't watch it. But it was a good movie. It was actually a good, it was heavy in some parts, but it was a good movie. Okay, Let, let's ease on down the road. On down the road, B. Did you I, watch The Irishman? This shit's on Netflix. I assume you did. Oh wait a minute, I do recommend the Paras- Parasite movie. By the way, um, The Irishman. I watched an hour of it and was like, "Fuck, there's two more hours." Again, you know, he's human, but he's working through it. All right. Have you seen Marriage Story? Yeah, I saw that. I did. I did Damn. See that. I did. <laughs> Nigga, after this podcast, I'm going to need you to go to your room by your damn self and put on some space age pimping and just just listen to the whole album just one time before you go to work tomorrow. So I just need you to balance out. I I did see that. I did see that. It was okay. It was okay. It was very heavy. I almost watched Marriage Story, but once I was like, I was like, ah... Nah, man, this is this going to generate some conversations it at is. home I don't want to have to have. Ken, Ken and I watched it together, and we were like, okay, when it was over. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about any of this. No, fuck all of that. Um, all right. <laughs> Please tell me you have not seen Little Women. No, no. That's, a, right. that's a book, too, no. Eh. All right. Now, here's one that I want to see and I'm going to see because I love the director, Taka Watiti. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? I haven't. Kate wants to watch that yet. I mean, but I haven't Man, seen it. Man, I cannot wait for that shit. That shit, the premise is just funny. Yeah. Pre- premise is a kid growing up in Nazi Germany who's not really sure 
if he wants to be a Nazi. It's a comedy, But then decides right? he wants to be a Nazi, yeah. Yeah. And then after he decides he wants to be a Nazi, by the way, the devil on his shoulder, you know, his imaginary friend happens to be a caricature of Adolf Hitler. Uh, after he decides he's going to go full Nazi, his mom breaks the news to him. They're actually harboring a Jewish girl in their attic or something like that. So, right. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but. And hilarity ensues. Kids right? is, is, has been highly recommended to her. So we're going to check it out soon. Yeah, I'm I, I'm definitely like I'm probably gonna watch the Joker at some point because I have to because it is a comic book property, even if they didn't treat it that way. But I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of Jojo Rabbit. Taco Waititi, man. He's funny as fuck. Matter of fact, I would say I give him the King Kunta thumbs up approval. Anything you see with Taco Waititi attached to it, do yourself a favor and watch it. I I, I doubt you'll be disappointed. Unless you fucking hate nice things and laughter. I watched a black movie last night and I wasn't impressed. I feel like you had to tell me that, didn't you? I did. It's too late, B. I don't, I'm not only want to talk about whatever Tyler Perry movie. Hey, which one did you watch, actually? It wasn't Tyler. It was actually a movie that was, that was touted as being this generation's whatever. Uh, Waves. With uh, Sterling K. Brown and some other newcomers. But um, it was Waves? Waves. W-A-V-E-S. It wasn't good. I've never a, heard of it. It was a waste of two hours. It was one of those those art movies that would probably won a, oh. won the Cannes Film Festival on a on Odd Week or something. Mm. Yep, I'm sorry. That's just you know I I didn't watch that um that Tyler Perry movie. I haven't watched Harriet. Um, I haven't watched. Uh, you know, what's funny is that the Tyler Perry movie I think has one of my childhood friends and one of the lead parts, Macad Brooks. You haven't watched it then? That's that's fucked up. Uh, he got weird. <laughs> he says all sorts of shit on social media that I know is not true. <laughs> like, why do you? you okay, man. You have to. You have to not support him. Then it's impossible for you to. It's like I, I keep wanting to to pull the trigger because he's gotten a lot bigger since the last time I've talked to him. Bigger, not in size. Nick's always been that size, but I haven't had an actual real conversation with him in like ten years. Okay. And so, but we, we grew up, uh, in the AAU circuit and basketball camp circuit. Oh, wow. He was always that size. Matter of fact, he even has muscular as he, as he appears now. And he's on Supergirl. He's been on True Blood. <clears throat> I think his next project is he's playing the role of, uh, Jax on the new Mortal Kombat relaunch. Okay. And, uh, and I guess this Tyler Perry movie where he's wearing a really horrible, uh, hairpiece, but yeah, man. So, yeah, man. He just he's got he's he got an album and some shit, but it's like calls himself the Gypsy King. <laughs> oh wow! It's, it's like with some Erica Badu, uh, D'Angelo, um, Toby and Guagway, whatever them is. No, no, Toby's real. Toby's real dude, real nigga. No, uh, it's I don't know what he's trying to do. But he got he got on you know trinkets and shits. He's got on. Going hats, dusters, and trinkets and shits. He's got dusters on with, with no shirt underneath. I don't know what he's doing. So I don't know, man. He's on some drugs I can't I can't afford, I guess. But uh speaking of of, of Miss Badu, have you heard about her new per, uh, perfume? It smells like her vagina. Nick, we all gonna get free this year, huh? Free our minds. Yeah. That's the secret. We're gonna find the secret to the universe. This year, man, can't wait. 
asked you what a secret is, man. Right? It's like it's like uh we we call it, it's like DMT. She's handing out DMT. I don't want none of that perfume. We gotta get this shit before they figure out what it is. B, tell me you do not want to look in your third eye. No, not like that. All right, man. I don't Whatever. want her. I don't want to do it. I don't want her to be the proxy for it. I want to. If I want to, I want my third eye open through me. I don't want her to be the the reason. That's just the um, secret. The secret is right. Miss Badu has a secret. But here's the actual real question. What? How would you describe the scent of what you would think that's going to smell like? No fucking idea. Growing up in the South, one of my best friends was a pretty vulgar dude. Matter of fact, he's vulgar as fucking Facebook, as if his mama ain't on Facebook. But he's so this is what he told me about the smell of sex. It's not a good smell. It's not a bad smell. But it's a smell you want to smell for a little bit, but not forever. Something like that. Agreed. Like, sex smells good on your hands when you're having sex. Sex don't smell good five hours later on your hands. No, no, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And if you have that friend that, that comes around and their breath smells like sex, that's fucking disgusting. I have a friend like that. I'm not going to say know, his breath name. smells like dicks. I'm not going to say his name <laughs> because you may or may not know this person, especially if you listen to the No Nonsense Show. <laughs> I told you, man, he befriended me in real life, so I'm going to have to shoot less. I can tell you that because he will nope. literally never it, it, fucking it, listen to it, this show ever. It wasn't him. It's not him. Oh. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's someone you may consider uncle. You may use the word uncle in front of their name sometimes. Oh, well, shit, man. That's how it is, man. <laughs> that's, part of, that's part of the life. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, dove, you're coming around sometimes. He's accepting like, that shit, man. God Why are you damn. talking like that's not a handicap? That's just who he is, man. I mean, shit. You ever been friends with somebody that works at the Fishman's Wharf? Same shit. <laughs> Don't be mad because of somebody, you know, people got jobs, B. Right. People got jobs. Sometimes you bring your work home, okay? It just is what it is, man. <laughs> right. It is what it is. Uh, shit, man. I hope he's hope he's free right now. Hope he's not locked in a dungeon somewhere and can't get out. Maybe I forgot the safe word, but whatever. Long story short, uh, PSA, uh, tip your sex worker. Um, but in any event, speaking of... Uh, of um, might be on some shit, and so Erica Badu. I don't know, man. I I think I think I will have to go have a sample. They're handing out samples. You know, I'll 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 squirt the card, wave it around, and then give it a quick sniff. I'm willing to do that. You know, no, you're not gonna. No, no I don't want to smell. I don't want to be introduced to the. My third eye that way. I, I refuse. Wait, 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 wait. Now I remember. We never forgot. So I'm thinking it's going to smell. Mm, when I'm thinking, um, there's going to be a little bit of musk, a little bit of musk, a little, a little musky smell. Um, probably a sage-like smell in there. Um. <clears> hmm. <throat> Maybe a little turmeric or cardamom. What do you think? What do you think? Mm. What is this? What, are, what do our ancestors smell like? Freedom. <laughs> 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 I 
Gotta gotta be a little slave sweat in there. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm I'm curious about this. I, and the other thing is, if, will this be some shit you can get at Macy's? Probably not. Where would it go? I I would think definitely. <laughs> Nobody she's, is, she, is. She's is, celebrity is enough. To, to, to be selling this. Hey, you know what? I was about to say something crass, but I realized Gwyneth Paltrow is trying to do the same shit. I heard that too. I think she already has done it, hadn't she? Who in the hell? Who? Not, not even Robert Downey Jr. want to smell Gwyneth Paltrow's shit. Nobody does. Nobody asked for this. Nobody. Yeah, I don't know. But for years, we've been trying to figure out what's in, what, what, that, what kryptonite Miss Badu got. By the way, did you see that about Jay Electronica? No, what happened to him? The album is imminent. That's what he said. Yeah, whatever. It's like, nigga, now no one cares. No one cares now. Detox. No one cares. No one cares anymore. Well, the thing about Detox is that there are actually lots of Detox albums. He just won't release any of them because, well, it's now turned into a thing. Well, I'm sure Jay Electronica has made music. He just (laughs) hasn't released any of it. Wait, wait, wait. How are you sure? Oh, you're right. (laughs) You you don't know. You don't know at all. You don't know what he's been doing other than, you know. You're right. On the one hand, pretending to be Nation of Islam. On the other hand, dating white women. So I don't, Not just I'm, white I'm confused. Women. Illuminati, white, Illuminati white women. Heiresses and shit. It's like, I'm confused, Jay. I don't know. Um, speaking of shit that's, that's not confusing, kind of terrible, man. This coronavirus. I was at the, I had to go to uh, Oakland uh, last week and I went to go buy masks. Now I live in Southern California. I had to go to two CVSs, two Rite Aids and a Target before I could find a single mask. Wow. Shit's real out here, man. I don't know. I just bought some today. I'm going to work tomorrow when I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, man, it's it's kind of it's kind of getting a little bit scary. Um, and you know the thing of okay, you'll appreciate this, or you tell me I'm an asshole. Probably gonna tell me I'm an asshole, but okay. So I bought a box of masks, right? So I offered masks to uh, this black lady and her daughter, but I didn't give anybody else any masks. <laughs> You sound like you don't feel guilty, but like you think I'm going to say that that's wrong. I don't give a fuck. I say, hey, how y'all doing? You got any masks? <laughs> Here you go. It's one for you and one for the baby. There you go. Be blessed, sister. We got to stay up. Right. <laughs> and everybody else, I'll just give them the eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah, man, I had like seven in my bag. Fuck them all. Anyway, so... um. So that's a real thing, man. So I don't, you know, friend of the show, French Reginald, he's still playing this game that he's going to go back to ground zero. And I hope that he gets, he spartans up at some point, but I don't know, man. It's getting <sighs> getting a little crazy. I don't, you know, it's kind of turning into an epidemic and I don't want the epidemic to go pandemic uh, because, you know, that's, you know, that stuff can, you know, flu-like symptoms. You can die from the flu. It's rare, but it's possible. Yeah. Because some people say, well, it's not, a, it's not, the flu kills more people. Yes. Yes, it does. And so, I don't know, man. It's, we're getting that time period, I believe, where 
There's just, and B, you might actually believe this. There's too many fucking people. Sure there are. So when there's too many fucking people, there's got to be some regulation. That's why the earth is getting so hot. It's too many people, not enough space. There's got to be some regulation. When they started cutting off into the Amazon forest, they started finding shit that they weren't supposed to find. All they got Ebola and all this other shit. The deeper see. you go, places you ain't supposed to go, it's like, oh. I see how you jumped across my climate change thing. That's fine. I'm not dealing with that. It's like, oh, you still- <laughs> this is black on both sides where facts matter. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of facts mattering... We didn't put it off long enough. Let's talk about uh, the Trump trial. As if you're listening to us right now, you know, the Trump trial has come and gone. Um, you know that the there United was no, States There was Senate, no fanfare. None. You know, the United States Senate uh, voted uh, almost completely partisan with the exception of one senator, Mitt Romney, who voted with the Democrats against any witnesses uh, for the quote-unquote air quotes trial of Donald Trump. Despite the fact NSA uh, advisor at the time, John Bolton, said that he had pertinent information that he was willing to come and testify to, despite a New York Times expose article saying that Bolton was going to be prepared to tell him that he received direct uh, communications with uh, Trump saying, telling him exactly the, why they were withholding the aid from Ukraine and that it was uh, going to be in connection with, political, with attacks on political rivals. The Senate said, nope, 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 nope. That's crazy. It's just going to make him look guilty. And we don't want to deal with that. Listen. When this whole thing started, be honest, you and I agreed that he was not going to be removed. Right. That would be very bad. Very, very, very bad. Not for Trump, but for the country. There's a reason why we've never done that. So I accept that he was never going to be removed. I get it. That's fine. What I have a problem with is the longer this went, the more new information about what he was alleged to have done kept coming out. And each of the Republican senators, except Mitt Romney, decided to put their heads in the ground and say, on the one hand, there's not enough evidence. On the other hand, I don't want any more evidence. I believe that the framers of our Constitution and this country never could have imagined that people in the Senate would give their power to a person in the executive branch purely based on a party line. You know, a senator uh, is, is, is in has a different, you know, has a different term than a president or a representative. And, you know, the, to get to a point to where the senators are deferring to a president is just something I don't believe could have ever been accounted for. In other words, what I'm saying is I don't believe the framers imagined this could happen, period. So there's no fail safe. So um, Trump was acquitted along party lines, except for Mitt Romney, who voted with the Democrats. And, and it, it's astounding. 
not that he's he was acquitted, but that they would not let the American people hear the relevant evidence. So just to be clear, a person in the House of Representatives, they have a two-year term. Every two years, they got to, you know, they got to be reelected. It's not that big of a deal because um, gerrymandering, right? Gerrymandering meaning the districts are drawn. Let me do it this way. Where people, where people vote, how the votes are counted, the districts are drawn, the lines of where you vote are, are, are constructed in such a way that it's very hard to beat the person who already has the, the job. They call that the incumbent. That's called gerrymandering. And so, you know, so like Pelosi, Pelosi's never going to lose that seat. It's been gerrymandered. And so, if you, if you look to the senators, they have six-year terms. Six. The president of the United States has a four-year term. And if he's reelected, He's limited to eight years. So potential eight in total versus six with a senator indefinitely. Right. And so the framers of the Constitution thought that that would be leading to the checks and balances. You have your, 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 your representatives um, who were had shorter terms. And so they, you know, they would be probably be closer to the people, whatever, whatever flavor of the day, whatever the issue is, they're going to be closer to it because they just got there. Right. Then you've got the senators and the senators. Okay. Well, they don't have term limits either. They're elected every six years. There's only going to be as many of them as there are States. These people will have to take a greater interest in, you know, in, in, in the historical context and making sure things run a certain way. Then you've got the president who has a four-year term, maximum two terms, eight years. This individual will recognize that they're the highest level of enforcing the country's laws. And this will be a person that is of the national trust. And between the executive branch, consisting of the two-year representatives and the six-year senators, the executive branch, which consists of the president, Four-year terms, uh, four years each term, maximum two term, eight years, and then the Supreme Court, the judicial branch, lifetime appointments to the Supreme Court. Between those three different groups, there will be a system of checks and balances to ensure that nothing crazy can happen in a short amount of time. That's the thought of checks and balances. The only way for something crazy to happen with our forms of government and our norms will require so many people from both sides of the aisle that it will, you know, resoundingly represent the will of the American people. So the thing was built not to be able to be changed quickly is the upshot. But that's not what's fucking happened. Donald Trump has created his own party and that party has annexed the Republicans. And so whatever Donald Trump says, all the Republicans do. And I know I'm, I'm making it very crass and basic, but that's exactly what's happened. Let's just review. It started off was, well, the Ukraine call, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what was said there. 
to, well, both sides said that, you know, there was no quid pro quo and there was no intimidation. So you can't read into the Ukrainian presence. They already said there's nothing here. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. This didn't happen. Now, mind you, President Trump said it was a perfect call. So perfect call to there's nothing here. To, you know, to later it was, well, this is bad, but I don't like it. And you can't impeach a president. To, yeah, he did it. So what? So that's kind of, you know, the, the, in other words, the argument has been moving, 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 moving from denial, denial. Yeah, he did it. But, he, you know, is that enough to, yeah, he did it and I don't care. And so now we have a new norm. You've had constitutional attorneys argue at this Erico's trial that whenever a president, if a president were to engage a foreign power to interfere in United States elections, it's okay because, well, let me rephrase, it's okay so long as that president believes the foreign power interfering in the election to get him reelected is in the national interest. Do you follow what I said there, B? Yeah. As long as, if I'm the president, as long as I think that me continuing to be the president is the best thing for you motherfuckers, I can do whatever the fuck I need to do to get elected and stay the president as long as I really believe you motherfuckers really need me to be the president. That's fucking crazy. That's what dictators do. So these, this is, you know, I'm, 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 I'm making it plain. I'm using common words, but these are basically the arguments that Alan Dershowitz made on the Senate floor. As long as the president legitimately believes what he's doing is in the best interest of the country, he can engage a foreign power to interfere in our elections to get him reelected so long as he thinks that's in the best interest of the country. That's where we are, B. Well, I don't agree with that's that. What, that's, what, that's, that's the argument that was made. Alan Dershowitz made the argument. I don't Feel agree free with to Google say. it. Look, that's the argument that was made. No, but I don't agree with, I don't agree that him asking the Ukraine to, to look into Joe Biden and his son Interferes with the election. I feel that's that, not the argument that was made. B. That's okay. an argument you're making. The argument that his attorneys made right. was that he, a president, can ask for foreign interference to get himself reelected, well, that's so what, long as he thinks. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That him being reelected is in the national interest. What's wild about it all, Conte, is that I don't. Under normal circumstances, I believe that it would have mattered if they could have gotten the witnesses. To testify, because I think that that would have caused that would have that would have made it so that we didn't have to remove a president. The president would more than likely have resigned, a normal president. But I don't Not think, this one. yeah, I don't think this one. It wouldn't even have mattered if we hadn't had the witnesses. It wouldn't even have mattered. He still was going to run it till the wheels fell off, and he's going to lie until they. He, there was no way he could get out of the lie, and probably still lie again. So this, I don't even think that it mattered whether the witnesses were allowed or not in this particular case because he was crazy enough to have continued. And not resigned. And more than likely, we would have gotten the same result anyway. Now, what I'm wondering is, how are we moving forward? The people who don't like Donald Trump, how are we moving forward? That's a great question. So the State of the Union address was early last week. 
Trump came in, said a lots of shit. You know, I didn't, I didn't watch it because, well, fuck him. That's why. Because uh, I think he, you know, I believe that he committed treason and uh, high crimes, misdemeanors, and should be should have been removed as president. So he, you know, he made said a lot of statements that are contrary to what he tells his base. He said something about protecting Medicare, which is not what he tells his base. And so as he once he wrapped up his well, when he came in, Pelosi extended a hand. He ignored it. And after he uh, he finished his speech, immediately after he finished his speech, every uh, member of the representatives gets the speech in writing. You get a you know you get the speech that's right. going to be delivered. She ripped it up as soon on, as he finished on TV. and was caught on, on television. <laughs> so be you know which you're laughing, but but that's where it is. So what does Kunta think is going to happen? Okay. As we're recording today, um, the Iowa caucuses are still in dispute, if I'm not mistaken. The Iowa caucuses are the first uh, voting for the Democratic primary uh, to find the Democratic uh, uh, nominee who will challenge Trump uh, for president in 2020. Uh, it's at a dead heat, last I checked, between Pete Buttigieg and, uh, and Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Joe Biden has done what Joe Biden does, which is lose these things. Um, so that's one hand. So someone, someone from the Democratic Party will receive the nomination. I'm a Democrat, and and that's fine. There's not a single person of the candidates now that motivate me to do a goddamn thing. Yeah. Anything that I do, let me rephrase, everything that I will do come election will be to defeat Donald Trump. Whoever it is, as long as it's not him, that's who I'm going to vote for. Right. That's a lot different for me than when I voted for President Obama each, both times. I wanted to support that person. I believed in that person's ideals. I thought that person was going to make the country better for everyone. These are not the candidates the Democratic Party has right now. Did you did you feel like that with Hillary either? Or was no. that just to beat Trump also? I same thing. You know, okay, well, she's got it. All right, well, you know, okay, well. You know, I, I went and voted. I didn't stay home because it's like, okay, well, you know, she's been there, she's seen it, she's been eight years of Obama, she's been a student. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, I, but, I I agree with most of her. It's fine. But this new crew, though, we we you've heard me say unelectable. I think all of them are. But I think that if Elizabeth Warren would be serious and stop saying crazy shit that she knows she can't get done, healthcare for all, without raising everybody's taxes, impossible then she could have a chance. I told you I would vote for her if I were a voting person. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like some things she says, but she does not motivate people to do, she does not motivate me to do something. None of them do. Like you said, you said it already. None of them do. It's just, it's just awful. I like Joe Biden, but fuck man, Joe Biden's lost a lot of these things because he's goddamn Joe Biden. Yeah. He's, he's a dinosaur. Um, Bernie is not even a Democrat. 
I don't know how we just keep pretending that that's not what it is when it is. I don't care how many emails, text messages, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, Sean King throws out there. At the end of the day, I mean, we're not paying for Bernie's health care plan either. This idea that we're going to wipe out all student debt immediately, that's just not, that's not what people who, who go to work every day, you know, middle class give a shit about. That's not going to get them to come vote. Right. Pete Buttigieg, I mean, I just need him to say he has a black friend at this point. Just just say you have, pay somebody to be your black friend. Could you do that? I couldn't just Im- do it. I couldn't imagine our president being named Buttigieg. I'm going to just be, just be real. And that's, I know that's shallow, but I just can't see that. I can't see. Well, I'm, I'm going to get shallower. I can't imagine that our, this country, particularly the heartland, is going to be ready to have, you know, uh, a first husband <laughs> yeah, of you, the male president. Yeah, you've talked about that before. <laughs> That's just not, I just, where the countries, I don't believe, I'm not saying it's right. I just right. don't believe that's where it is. Yeah. And you know, James Carville, remember old Carville, James Carville, he hit the, hit it dead, dead on the head, you know, he hit the, the, the nail dead on the head. The Democrats in this race are going to have to start talking about things that people give a shit about. Yeah. Not these high, lofty, wouldn't it be nice if, in theory, we could. No, you actually have to talk about shit that people can say, that's tangible. That's what matters to me. And, you know, they're not doing that. Tell me how much this weighs to you. I saw two presidents run a commercial during the Super Bowl. And, of course, one of them was Donald Trump. The other was Michael Bloomberg. What kind of weight is that? Well, one... Michael Bloomberg is not a president and Michael Bloomberg still got stock and frisk. I really need Michael Bloomberg to start, stop bombarding me with social shit on the internet and everywhere. Just stop. Well, my, I guess my, my point was, and I, I didn't mean president. I meant presidential candidates. Uh, um, I know what you want to talk about, B. I, I think that the people that would be swayed by that honestly are not very smart. I don't know how to tell you. But they... they they elected Donald Trump, so we're not talking about smart, No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about... What B and I, and I are talking about, if you don't know, we're talking about the Super Bowl commercial where Donald Trump uh, ran, where you have, um, I believe it's, 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 a, it's a group of black people, and they're the family of someone that was in prison, and there's been a pardon, and or there's been something that happened, a pardon or something that affected, and the person's getting out, and this black woman, you know, just stereotypical black mammy looking woman. Oh, my God. Nobody did it but Donald John Trump. That's who did it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I didn't mean the actual I commercial approve itself. of this <laughs> message. I didn't mean the actual contents of the commercial. Just the fact that they were on primetime Super Bowl TV as opposed to all these what looks like a... a, a the, what is the Bad News Bears, uh, Goof Troop? That's what the Democrats look like to me. And then there's Michael Bloomberg. My point, I guess, was more about Bloomberg than it was about Trump. Bloomberg, Bl- Bloomberg's too late to the game, to be honest with you. You think so? Um, one, he's got this, he's not, um, people haven't forgot Stop and Frisk, B. I agree. And the thing of it is, if you want to win as a Democratic candidate, black people must vote for you. Yeah. Period. And, you know, if black people, black women had not voted for Hillary, uh, those uh, the electoral college would have been worse than what it was. But black people are definitely not voting, voting for Buddha judge. 
No, they're not, B. So that's what I'm saying. So bad news bears. Who's going to, who, Bernie? I don't know, B. I don't have answers for you. You're telling me, this is what you're telling me, okay? So I'm just going to go off what you're telling me. And I mean, I know this to be true, but you're telling me that Buttigieg and Bernie are in a dead heat. So it's very possible that Buttigieg could be the Democratic um, hopeful. And if he it's is, possible, yes, but unlikely because he's going to get hammered in South Carolina. Okay. More black people vote there. So he's probably going to finish wherever Biden is in South Carolina. So, so Biden's going to finish prior to where he is. He and Biden are going to flip spots in South Carolina is what I'm saying at that gonna, next primary. And it's going to end up being, if it is Bernie, it's going to end up being a sympathy vote, basically. Because nobody really wants Bernie, really. Well, it could be Warren. People like Warren. If he stops talking about crazy shit, she, I mean, she can get back in there. She won't. She won't. Well, she wants to win, too. The only person that I feel like is, is doing the same thing that Donald Trump kind of did, which was like, hey, I got my own money. I can do this, is Michael Bloom, Bloomberg. And it, it would be sad if he were to creep on through and we get a Democratic Donald Trump, which is what I think Michael Bloomberg would probably be. Not quite as crazy, not quite as Twitter happy, but still kind of like on the front. No, fringes. he's not even close. They're, they're different. Michael Bloomberg is the billionaire that you think is supposed to be a billionaire. Donald Trump is... It, Donald talking, Trump acts, acts like somebody who ain't never had shit, but who has shit, but still acting <laughs> like they ain't never had shit. Did you see the pictures of his makeup thing with the, the white around the outside? And I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? What could, I'm, I'm more surprised that, that he's upgraded his hairpiece. That's what I'm more surprised about. <laughs> How was that happy holding on, right? Yeah, you know, he talked to LeBron's guy. But but anyway, but but back to what we're talking about, B is so he asked me how are we gonna move forward, okay? Um, that's what I'm wondering. So I believe that there's a 65% chance Donald Trump is reelected because of the weakness at the Democratic ticket. Now, how we move forward is if the Democrats regain the Senate. If the Democrats regain the Senate, and maintain what they have in the House, which they will, then we're going to have another impeachment, and he's going to be removed in the second one because he's not going to be able to help himself. And that's how we're going to move forward. And until that happens, everything he tries to do will be stonewalled by the Senate. The most important thing, other than beating Donald Trump, is flipping the Senate. That's how we move forward. Hmm, it's a long shot. No, that's the, I believe that is the most likely path forward. I mean, we've, the Democratic candidates have been running for president for a long time. We know who they are. We don't care more. If anything, we care less about some of them. Yeah. Yep. The most diverse party has what? One remaining candidate of color, Mr. Yang. That's it. Not going to work. Black people won't show up for that. And on that happy note, let's hope that James Carville's rant where he said they got to get their head out of their asses, basically. I got to start talking about things that people care about and stop talking about this theoretical bullshit actually hit home for the Democratic, you know, the chair of the Democratic National Convention and, 
and the Democratic National Party, and they actually try to uh, to get the candidates to talk more about you know a, a middle ground to victory. Because if they don't, then that is the only hope: is the Senate flipping the Senate, which is possible and probably likely. There are about three or four senators who voted against witnesses. They will likely lose their seats. That would that would be what forty seven? What would that be forty seven? Yeah. So that yeah, that they're probably going to lose their seats. The Senate can be flipped. So yeah, man, I I don't I don't know where we're headed. I don't know where this country's headed. You know. By the way, uh, Admiral, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Colonel Vinman, uh, the. Uh, Legal uh, liaison, most person that most knowledgeable about the Ukraine, who testified, gave the speech to his dad that he didn't have to worry, everything's going to be okay, because America is different from, I guess, uh, Russia, where his family came from. Yeah, Trump fired his ass. They walked him out with all of his shit, and they fired his brother too. They both walked him and his brother out of the White House with their shit, and then there's a uh, Ambassador Sunderland. Uh, the guy that paid you know all that money to be ambassador, who, who you know, said he presumed there was a quid pro quo, but nobody told him, but he wasn't sure. The guy that kept changing his testimony so many times, yeah, Trump, Trump recalled and fired his ass too. <laughs> so you know, most time we call that retaliation, but under the Trump Department of Justice, who gives a fuck? They can't go to HR. So, no, they can't. Well, well HR. It's Trump. Trump is HR. So, <laughs> so I don't know what the, I don't know where this country's going. Uh, it's getting really scary, man. And I don't know. I mean, we'll be here to document it. Um, twenty twenty, we we've got to do something different, or it's only going to get worse. And I got news for you: these these the, the economy, that thing got to slow down at some point. So, but we'll be here. We'll document it for you. I'll say black on both sides, man. Where nothing is black and white. 